Listener Production. A nasty losing streak finally comes to an end. And what to look out for in tomorrow's RBA speech. Good afternoon, I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Tuesday the 11th of July. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Good afternoon, Laura, my friend. We're back again. We're back with vengeance. We are indeed. We've just wrapped up a four-day losing streak where our market slumped by almost 4%. We hit a a three-and-a-half-month low yesterday. And today, what a cracker, one and a half percent higher, <laughs> our second best day of 2023. Best day in six months, mm. so the beginning of this year. January, we had a really good run and we had the best day since January. That's amazing. Exactly right. The 4th of Jan was when we had a 1.6% lift. Today, we got pretty close to that, a one and a half percent jump. Exactly. We're up 105 points to 7,109. This follows a decent session of trade in the US market mm-hmm. overnight. So our market did really, really well, and yep. we're very happy to report about it. Looking at sector performance, all of the sectors improved today. Banks and miners provided a big boost to the overall market because they make up around 50% of the overall ASX 200. So when they're up, it it lifts the market up even further. We saw tech stocks rallying once again up 2.6%. The smallest improvement was from consumer staples and even they lifted around two thirds of 1% today. And a couple of things to note for today's improvements. Firstly, you're right, the US market rose last night, but the improvements were very restrained. They were only up about a fifth of 1%. And that's partly because all the key risks this week are yet to come. Mm. Inflation in the US Wednesday night, our time, we've got the US profit reporting season unofficially kicking off later this week as well. One thing which might have helped us today, there was an, an article on Bloomberg that basically suggested there could be more support for the Chinese property market. This was something that was flagged by two state-run financial newspapers. And yesterday, when we had you know, continued disappointing data out of China, we said that when there is more government support coming through, that's likely to be well-received by markets. So there's evidence of already that coming through. In that article, they said there could be more property supportive policies and also some measures to boost business confidence. So we have that to potentially look forward to in the coming days. We didn't see much of a lift around the time that article yep. was released, but that could potentially be why we saw our market improving yeah, so, today. Yeah, so it might be a bit of a stretch to make the link between the two. I agree. And also the fact that we've had four straight days of declines that were very significant. It's Obviously about time we rebounded. Part, yeah, a bit of a bounce coming through is quite normal. Locally today, I mean, there were a number of stocks in focus. Well, we're sort of in that confessional period where companies are coming out and advising Mm -hmm. investors about earnings expectations ahead of the official results being released. So we heard from quite a few today. Yeah, Megaport was one of them. This is a a tech company. Wait, hold on. We, We have to address what this company does because there's a lot of discussion around what Megaport actually does. I we look it up and it, it's a little bit, it's a little bit. Um, it can be hard to explain. It can be hard to explain. Yep. It's basically a connectivity service between yep. data centers and to cloud environments. Yep. So they don't need to use public internet. Yeah. They've, they've got decent explainers on their website as they well. They do. Um, with but even those are a little bit confusing. But sometimes it can be, yep. I think if you're not involved in that type of field, it can be hard to kind of explain to people and to it, get your head around. Yeah. Network as a service solution company. Yeah. Yep. So 33% higher today. So a pretty big jump. Hasn't been higher actually since September last year. Raised its profit goals for the next couple of years. So it reckons it could make between 19 and $21 million for, for the year. 
Uh, back in April, it rose 41% in one day when it also raised its expectations at that point. So it's done it again. And that's why we've had that the solid gain from the stock today. Yeah, they were definitely quite an outperformer today with that massive lift. Similar story with Bell Financial Group with the company saying they expect half-year profits to be 21% higher than the same time last year. And we saw its shares lift around 12% today. Another was InvoCare, nothing to do with profit results so much, but no. uh, a reason why it managed to lift by about 1% today. And this is, firstly, this is the largest funeral homes and cemetery operator in Australia. So White Ladies, Simplicity Funerals, they're two that it owns. It received a takeover offer in mid-May worth about $2.2 billion in cash. It gave the group that made this offer an extra week to carry out its due diligence. Again. Again this is the fourth time that it's granted TPG, which is the, the group that made the offer, nothing to do with the uh, the telco, just the capital <laughs> private equity firm. So it's the fourth time since in about two months that it's received extra time. So it's one to watch. Its shares have jumped something in the order of 13% over the period, so over the last couple of months. So if they walked away from this, you know, one potential response could be a bit of a pullback. We'll have to wait and see. It was meant to end yesterday. Yep. Now it's been extended to Monday. So by Monday or maybe Tuesday, we should hear something come out of there. So there must be a lot under the bonnet for them to be taking so long. Yeah. And we'll, we'll have to wait and see. We don't know, I guess, exactly what's going on there. I guess it's a, a big decision. But um, when you keep getting extensions, I guess it might get some investors a bit nervous. But for the time being, it's up 1% today. As I said, it's had a pretty good run. We also heard from Capricorn Metals today. They advanced 8% after a record year of gold production. Sayona Mining was up 5.5% after more lithium was found at its project in Canada, which could fast-track production potentially as early as 2027. Well, gold miners as a group actually were, were standouts. Eight of the 10 best performers on the market had something to do with gold production. So pretty good day for that whole. Just quickly pulling up the uh, gold sector, I just want to know, it was up by 3.5%. There you go. And yep. another stock that received attention as well today was Patriot Battery Metals. Again today. Yep. We spoke about it yesterday because it went into a trading halt, which means you couldn't buy or sell shares in the stock yesterday. But it responded to a number of things. One of them was claims made of merger and acquisition activity made in the financial review in an article published over the weekend. So it said that while it hasn't received any takeover offers, it has received strong inbound interest in relation to its Canadian lithium assets from a range of global mining and chemicals companies in its own words. So it's stock 8% higher today. Another interesting thing today was consumer confidence mm. that came out. Yeah. So we had a couple of surveys on this. The one that received most attention seemed to be the Westpac Consumer Confidence Index. This is something that's released monthly. And what it basically is, it's a survey of 1,200 adults and it was carried out between the 3rd and the 6th of July. Now, I mentioned that for a reason, which we'll get to in a second, but basically consumer confidence rose by 2.7% over the month, according to the results of this survey. The reason seemed to be an update on inflation a couple of weeks ago, which was better than expected. It showed that inflation was a lot lower than what was feared. But interestingly, there were between the 3rd and 6th of July, we had RBA hold. RBA keeping interest on rates on hold, kind of yep. right in between, right? Mm -hmm. Basically, those that were surveyed after that decision felt worse about things than those that were surveyed before, even though we had interest rates on hold. And the thinking here is that 
consumers might have been thinking that the pause is temporary. There could be more pain to come. You know, one in three households are, are paying off a loan. There are something like eight to 900,000 loans that are going from fixed to variable this year. And that means that there are many people that are getting higher repayments coming through. So yeah, that could make things difficult, I guess, in coming months. While they did keep it on hold, they've been very clear about the fact that inflation is still too high. Yeah. So I think that was in the statement yeah. there. I mean, the target range is 2 to 3%, and we're very far away from that. So I think that has everyone sort of worried. Yeah. So at the moment, there's a 50-50 chance as far as how markets are pricing it that we'll get a rate hike in early August. And what's going to really make the difference is an update on inflation on the 26th of July. That's really mm-hmm. the big key thing to be on the lookout for. The higher that is, the more likely we are to get a rate hike in August. And that'll be about one week before we get the next interest yeah. rate decision. Mm-hmm. Moving forward from here, there are a few things to watch in the in the next 24 hours. Yeah, well, if we look to the US tonight, there'll be small business optimism surveys coming out. Yeah, and that's probably not going to be a, a massive market no. mover. It's really tomorrow onwards that's probably going to receive most attention. Tomorrow we have the key event will be the RBA Governor, yep. Philip Lowe, speaking. There's two things that we need to look for here Always when we hear central bankers speaking, we're looking to see any hints about what could be ahead for interest rates, mm-hmm. especially in light of what's sort of going on around in the US at the moment. So we'll see if they might follow the lead of the US. We're also looking for any potential changes to the way interest rates are currently decided. Yeah. And this is going to be just past 1pm Sydney time. It's at a, a conference held in Brisbane. So that's going to be a big one. Could potentially be a market mover in the final few hours of trade tomorrow. We also have the Reserve Bank of New Zealand decision yes. on interest rates. They're the, expected to hold. To hold, right? They've raised rates by five and a quarter of a percent since they started lifting back in late 2021. So we'll see if they do that. And then tomorrow night is also going to be super busy. It's probably a long way away. We'll get to why that later. Why don't we let our listeners let hold yeah, their breath to find out what's going to happen tomorrow? I like it. Yes, let's do that. Let's do that. Well, cracking day, as we said. Let's Amazing. see if it continues Hopefully tonight or tomorrow. Hopefully we can continue the games tomorrow. Awesome. Have, have a lovely night, everyone. Bye. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.